0: Hello world. I'm Greg Patton. Stand by for news and stuff. Christian radio, how important is Christian radio to you? Do you listen to it some people 24/7. It is on in their home and their automobile. How great is that? Thank you so much for supporting Christian radio for those of you that participated in Sheraton 2019 at WHCB. Don't forget to follow up on your commitment. Every year, some people just forget about what they said they were going to do. Be a big part, my friend. Support Christian Radio. It is expensive. And thank you for your support of Greg Patton Ministries. This radio program mm -hmm, comes your way each day at this time. We need your financial support to keep it on the air in this area. We go through the cross in Fort Wayne, Indiana. That's our home church. Been there 34 years it sponsors hello world everywhere so if you're thinking of contributing it's the cross 5300 winchester road in fort Wayne, indiana every little bit helps and uh i think i love you what in the world is going on law enforcement officials well they broke windows broke doors when executing an overnight search warrant and the arrest of Idaho quadruple murder suspect Brian Koberger. That, according to the Pennsylvania State Police, they say force was used to gain access to the home during the early morning hours of December the 30th. There were multiple windows that were broken, I believe, to gain access as well as multiple doors. Koberger's parents were home at the time. They say around 50 tactical assets were on the scene. Koberger 28, signed an extradition document during a court hearing yesterday afternoon and waived his right to challenge the arrest on four counts of first-degree murder. It was intentional? We talked about this yesterday. A Tesla plunging 250 feet over a cliff in California, and they all lived? Well, the man who injured himself and three other people, including two children, after driving his Tesla off the cliff is now facing multiple charges after authorities said It was intentional. The California Highway Patrol in San Francisco on Facebook said that Dimesh Patel of Pasadena arrested for attempted murder, child abuse. After talking to witnesses and gathering evidence of the scene, investigators now believe this incident was an intentional act. My, oh, my. While the newly elected 118th Congress, convened for the first time yesterday, unlike the rest of us, though, Lawmakers have the added benefit here of getting to vote for their boss. This time around, the process is going, well, very bad. GOP leader Representative Kevin McCarthy, other of California, failed to win in his bid to become the Speaker of the House, falling short of the 218 votes needed to secure the position in three different voting rounds. Not good. While multiple voting rounds for House Speaker might sound somewhat ordinary, it's actually an extremely... Rare event it's only happened 14 times in our whole history with the most recent time before now being a hundred years ago and 13 other instances occurred before the Civil War. With a narrow majority in the house, the GOP needs to capitalize on these early days by organizing and then setting the stage for their agenda leading up to the 2024 general election. but since the speaker administers the oath of office to House Representatives-elect, no business can be done until they fill the position. That's crazy. Well, at least he thinks he may have done something wrong, I guess, after repeatedly telling news outlets that he had had screwed up royally at FTX but never committed any fraud. Sam Bankman-Fried pleaded not guilty yesterday in a New York court, federal court actually, in the eight charges against him stemming from the crypto exchange collapse. A judge set October the 2nd trial date and said that he would grant The request there that the names of additional guarantors to that $250 million bail, they would be kept secret. That was supposed to be exposed, but not now. So we'll see where all of this goes. One of the worst frauds in the history of the world. The guy doesn't look like he... Oh, never mind. Well, I'm sure if you listen to this program and others like Southwest Radio Church, you know the name Jonathan Kahn. Look out, sleepy Joe Biden. He's got your number. Messianic rabbi Jonathan Kahn, who famously warned Joe Biden when he became president of the United States that he better follow God's laws or see America's blessings vanish, is now insisting that Biden prepare himself for the time to come that he will face Almighty God. The day is going to come that you will stand before God, and you will have no more position, no more administration, no government, no media, and no public opinion. It will be just you and God, and he will ask you to give account for what you did, what you did with regard to his word and his ways. Jonathan Kahn he says, judgment will come. Mr. President, the hour is late and eternity is coming soon. You better repent and turn to God. The only hope you have, the only hope all of us have, is salvation. Biden recently marked his 80th birthday. I don't think there's been any response to Khan. He noted, Khan noted that he had asked Biden when he took office how he could place his left hand on the Bible and then with his right hand sign laws, that war against the word of Almighty God. You got to like Jonathan Kahn. He's got some really good stuff out there. But we know this already, right? All those lefty loonies over there, we talk about it more and more. The whole group is demon-led, if not demon-possessed. And that's the world in which you live. It's a part of the new America. And with that, my friend, you know that we have in this country an absolute flood of evil let's uh i need let's take a break but but here and then there's this which means nothing in a new study in science magazine a team of linguists at the university of zurich uses biomechanics and some linguistic evidence to make the case of agriculture thousands of years ago, increasing the odds that the population would start using the sounds such as F and V. The idea is that agriculture introduced a range of softer foods into your diet, or our ancestors, which altered how humans' teeth and jaws wore down with age in ways that made these sounds slightly easier to produce. Well, I don't think I could have lived another day without that information. <laughs> oh, it's hard to believe all this stuff goes on. More news right after this. Well, let me ask you, have you ever had a hard heart or a disinterest in the things of God? I was thinking about the Hebrews who left Egypt, and, and they had concrete proof of God's existence and his commitment and love for them. Yet. When the time came for them to claim their promised land, they hardened their hearts against God and refused to believe that He would give them victory over the people living in Canaan. So they rebelled, resisted Joshua and Caleb's pleas, and they came up with justifications for their disbelief. We do it. God responded with harsh discipline, 40 years of wandering in the desert until those adults who resisted Him were all dead. Because he considered the lesson about their resistance and discipline so important, the Lord reiterated it in the New Testament, Hebrews chapter 3. He didn't want people to repeat the Israelites' mistake of hardening their hearts against him. How's that happen? The way to a hardened heart is gradual. It begins with unbelief. Hearing but not accepting all of God's word is true. Instead, we rebel, choose to manage our own affairs without God. And that involves ignoring the conscience or justifying unscriptural behavior. Eventually, the heart becomes so calcified that the individual is no longer affected by the whisper of Almighty God. Don't do it. Don't go there. Dangerous to persist in choosing your own way. Not only does God discipline those who rebel, He also withholds opportunities and blessings. You know, over time, as our heart grows more tender and receptive to God— we'll find that we are unable to make a wrong move without being convicted by the Holy Spirit. Where are you in all of this today? Oh, kids and drugs, it turns out that a toddler can't tell a snickerdoodle haze rice crispy treat from a regular one. Reports of children under the age of six accidentally consuming edibles with marijuana has jumped 1,375%. In the last four years, according to a new study, in 2017, there were 207 such cases reported at poison control centers in the United States. Over half of those reports involved toddlers aged two to three. And sadly, 91% of those cases stem from kids getting the edibles in their own home from mom and dad. Medical professionals say the numbers likely soared as legalization proliferated in 37 states plus Washington, D.C., allowing medical marijuana use. Cannabis ingestion is still just a sliver of the total 850,000 annual poisonings in the under-age 6 age group, but the rapid growth has doctors worried, especially since THC can cause serious complications for children. Researchers tracking 5,000 specific cases found that 8% of the affected kids were put in critical care units. Business news, you don't want to move to Canada, do you? A new law is taking effect there in Canada banning foreign buyers from uh, swooping up homes there in the country for the next 2 years. Politicians who supported this law are hoping the pause on non-residents purchasing condos will help cool a housing market that at one point last year hit an average of a uh, $800,000 a home. The Canadian Real Estate Association is not pleased. It claims the measure could force other countries to retaliate and bar Canadians from buying second homes outside of their country. That makes sense. Elon Musk's Tesla continues to struggle. Yesterday, 12%. Stock plummeted 12%. And while it may be easy to pin the blame on the CEO there with fascination with his shiny new toy, Twitter, The problems go far beyond that. Production has slowed down due to COVID shutdowns in China. That's a big deal. Demand has cooled for its vehicles due to lower gas prices, interest rate hikes, and increased competition. And it has suffered from logistical issues that were at least partially to blame for its inability to deliver all the vehicles that it produced. They're trying to give discounts here or there, and so far, it's not working. And uh, they've lost 65% since 2022, June of 2022. This fascinates me about Ford trucks. Ford may have faced major supply chain snarls this year, including running out of its signature blue nameplates, but one problem it didn't have, F-Series pickup trucks. According to sales figures released by the automaker yesterday, the truck was the top-selling vehicle in the United States for the 41st year in a row. Unbelievable. And the top-selling truck 46 years in a row. At least one of those trucks sold every 49 seconds last year. Just unbelievable. That football star for the Buffalo Bills, DeMar Hamlin, he remains in critical condition after going into cardiac arrest on the field in Monday night football. The family expresses their sincere gratitude for the love and support shown this Buffalo Bills player. The NFL said the Bills-Bengals game that was halted after Hamlin collapsed will not resume this week. No decision made about whether it will restart later or not. And then there's this. you got to say this kid is determined. He's a New Jersey teenager, just overcame the odds to be the first member of his family to go to college in a very big way, despite dealing with homelessness. Wow, through his entire life, 17-year-old Dylan Chittick now has his choice of colleges to pick from. He had 17. Count them, 17 acceptance letters. After moving from Trinidad at seven years of age, becoming a citizen here, Chittick and his family went through countless heartaches. His younger twin brothers are living with serious heart trouble, and his family's been in and out of homelessness all their life. My family went through a lot. There's been a lot of people out there saying, you can't do this. You're not going to be able to achieve that. And me getting all of these acceptances kind of verifies what I've been saying all along. I can do it. I will do it. All right. 17 choices for college. A tip of the hat to 17-year-old Dylan Chinnick. Good job, son. Well, this is interesting. A Kansas woman says that a bullet that flew into her home was stopped by what she described as an absolute act of almighty God. Constance f a, 70 years old, said she was... Sitting in her living room inside of her home Saturday night when she heard what she thought was a bomb. I thought maybe our TV blew up, she said. I thought I was in a war zone because that was the loudest noise I ever heard. The noise? A bullet hitting the side of her house. We looked all around, didn't see a hole anywhere, and I thought, look at that picture. The glass is broken there. The picture that stopped the bullet that was hanging two feet above where she was sitting? It just happened to be a framed copy of the Lord's Prayer. It hit the picture and fell down behind the couch. But if it hadn't hit the metal, it might have come on in and hit one of us. She believes it was an act of God. Are friendships important? We'll find out. Where's my Bible? Life 101 is next. Speaking of friendships, we have made so many just on Facebook. And I appreciate your comments. I did not realize that a lot of people stop what they're doing to listen to Hello World daily. If it's around the noon hour, then it's lunch and even evening. Wow, how good is that? We just say thanks for listening. And thank those of you that contact us about speaking in your church. I love to share the good news of Jesus Christ, a revival. That's really what we need. We speak on the family. We speak on the media. We speak on the demonic. That's a big one today. That in turn reminds me to remind you the Invisible War and the Saints coming out, a 36 part video series you do not want to miss. And all we can say is God just continues to bless in a very big way. So get in touch with us, Greg Patton Ministries. Just get a hold of us through gregpatton.com. In all of this, just a big thank you. What else can we say? Okay, here's the deal. Doctors, psychologists, counselors, they all tell us what people want most of all in the world is to be accepted, and that many people will go to any length to gain that acceptance. The result has left us fighting an intense battle with loneliness and fear, fear that no one will love us, and loneliness from the isolation that comes from striving into something we were never created to seek, fear that, well, no one's going to love us, loneliness from the isolation that comes from striving after something you were never created to seek. You know, when we struggle for the approval of others, we disregard the unconditional acceptance of Almighty God, don't we? Essentially, we tell God that His love, ah am sorry, just not good enough, God, and we need the regard of others first. That makes us something. Jesus told His disciples to seek the kingdom of God first, and all their needs would be met. Did He not say that in Matthew uh, 6.33? When the focus of our hearts is placed squarely on the shoulders of Almighty God, every need, every desire will be fulfilled. The result of a right relationship with God is an abiding peace that comes from His presence within us through the power of the Holy Spirit. God loves you regardless of all those bumps and blemishes and bruises and scars that you've collected over your lifetime. God cares when you hurt and when you suffer discouragement. Sure He does. He's your eternal friend for pity's sakes. Only God has the capacity to show such incredible love and acceptance. Have you ever thought about that? Jesus took great care to assure His disciples that His Impending death was not the end of God's presence on earth. A comforter, I like that, a comforter, one who possesses the same characteristics as he did, would come. Jesus said, I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper. And that's the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it does not see him, does not know him. But you know him because he abides with you and will be in you. I'll not leave you as orphans. I'm going to come to you, John 14, 16, 17, and 18. This is so good. Wise relationships always require some kind of communication. Jesus made an eternal pledge to us when he came to this earth. And for us to realize the completeness of God's fellowship, we too have to make a commitment back to him. Sure we do. The essence of the Christian walk doesn't consist of well, a set of rules and regulations. Some churches teach that it does. It's a sharing a moment-by-moment thing, intimate relationships with the Savior. It's not a matter of some human acceptance. God accepts you. That's all you need to know. That's all that's needed. God accepts you. Friendship with the Savior is a continuous unveiling of His love and personal care for every one of us. The life that remains focused on Jesus is a life that enjoys unbroken fellowship. And isn't that really what it's all about? It's a life of victory and peace and hope and security. And most of all, a true friendship. Let me take this a little further. It's been said that you could uh, count really true friendship, true friends. Count them on one hand. How many true, loyal, devoted and genuine relationships do you have in life? Do you ever wonder why a friendship does not last? Do you long for an enduring friendship that brings you comfort, acceptance, love, joy, security? Everyone has an inner longing for that. It's the desire that God planted within you somehow. First and foremost, God designed you to have a personal relationship with Him through His Son, Jesus. However, His plan also includes meeting many of your needs through other people, specifically close friends. Sure, you should never rely on another person to meet all your needs. Only Jesus can do that. But it's a special blessing from God when you can receive His gifts through the words and the actions of someone who knows your innermost feelings and dreams in life. Whether you have a best friend right now or you're praying that God's going to give you one, You can benefit from understanding and applying the principles of a wise and meaningful relationship. There's a saying out there, to have a friend, can you complete it? To have a friend, you must be a friend. The ingredients that mix together to form a bond with another person must be growing inside of you if you want to experience the fullness of a relationship with somebody special in this old world. Wise relationships involve mutual respect, you know. First Samuel 18, 19, 20 tells the story of the beginning of one of the most powerful friendships in the Old Testament, that of David and Jonathan. It started just after David killed Goliath and reported back to King Saul. Jonathan had observed the whole fight, and as he listened to David's account of the deed, he was moved to pledge his support to David. First Samuel 18, 1 says, the soul of Jonathan was knit, was knit to the soul of David. The Hebrew word for knit literally means to chain two things together with a very strong link. Why did Jonathan feel that bond? Jonathan recognized in David many of his own attitudes and goals and life desires. Jonathan was a warrior himself and had just recently delivered a sound blow to the Philistine troops with a help of another man. In David, Jonathan discovered a heart of bravery and steadfast love for the Lord, and he wanted to identify with David both publicly and he wanted to do it privately. Do you admire patience or gentleness or sensitivity? You're going to be drawn naturally to someone with those very same qualities, and somebody will feel the same attraction to you on the basis of your desires and your thoughts and your habits. And respect also means that you value the other person on the basis of his or her identity in Jesus Christ, and not by behavior or performance according to your expectations. Real, wise relationships are based on the person of Jesus Christ. I think it was Oswald Chambers who said, The dearest friend on earth is a mere shadow compared to the person of Jesus Christ. Your temporary friendships here on earth are a reflection of the ultimate friendship that Christ offers through fellowship with him forever. And switching gears as we wrap things up here. And this guy goes to the doctor. I mean, he's always sick. So what was the diagnosis? You have a severe case of hypochondria. In which the man replied, Oh, not that too. (laughs) You know anybody like that? And here's a take on an old one. I scream, you scream. The police come. The thing's very awkward. (laughs) That's it. Have to say for another day. And that's the way it is. Wednesday, January the 4th, 2023. I'm Greg Patton. God bless. Have a great day.